When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. So I guess it was like a whole music foundation. So like they have kids that will like come in. This is probably like sick kids. <laughs> You'd be sick and still suck at singing. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. Like here's the thing. I would never, I would never change it in a filter ever. You, you, have, you to, have to or else you Air did. conditioning units will seize up. Damn. <laughs> you have to buy a whole new unit. That's fine. Oh. Everything I do in my life is something I don't want to do. Like everything that we do. <laughs> the Dave and Mahoney show. I feel like I'm casually epileptic. They very randomly had laser beams, and one pinged me in my eyeball perfect, and I passed out like a fainting goat. <laughs> you sure it wasn't the drugs? I was only casually smoking pot. Okay. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. Give it a thought. See you later, bye. That's how I sound whenever I'm trying to get off the phone with my parents. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Some bad news, yeah. I have got some questions about this. A visitor in California was looking at a reservoir and took a closer look at what he thought was some pollen floating in the water Uh and discovered, wait a second, that is not pollen. That is a school of jellyfish in a California reservoir. Also, is pollen that really interesting to look at if it's in water? I feel like uh, old people are bored sometimes. Oh, you know, let's like, look at this let pollen. Just, let me just look a little closer at this pollen. Uh, what's really interesting about this is that experts identify the creatures as peach blossom jellyfish, which is a species that is native to China. Oh, so they're invading. Uh, like, how did Chinese jellyfish get into a reservoir in California again? Uh, well, they, they had that, like, whatever that Chinese, uh, like, invasive species fish that was in the Great Lakes, too, that was eating everything. Man, it's, uh, they're trying to take over America, is, Dave. Is that what it is? We need to get some damn American eagles out here patrolling the skies, <laughs> you know, just swooping these fish up, scoop, scooping these jellyfish up. It's showing them what American ingenuity is all about. It's not yet known how the uh, jellyfish ended up in California, but you're right. Some bald eagles would solve that problem. That's right. More bald eagles for everybody. Some good news today as well. Uh, There are still honest and stupid people out there. A wallet containing $10,000 worth of U.S. and European currency was returned to a grateful passenger after they left it behind at a station. When I say stupid people, I'm not talking about necessarily partially. Uh, the person that returned it. Uh, the person lost it. It's the person that How lost it. How do you, you lose $10,000 in your wallet and, and that's you forget not, it? Like, even if you're talking at the biggest denomination that's usually readily available, it's a $100 bill. That's a $100 bills to get $10,000. And 100 bills is thick. It's thick, and it's real interesting how it would be so thick that you would have your wallet out and then just, like, mosey Bloop. on off. Just yeah. forget it. You're like, what are, What do you mean, man? What are you doing Are you here? on some kind of crazy bender where you just can't think straight, where you've got $10,000 in cash in your pocket to begin with, I mean, I've and you're forgetting there. it? I've been there. Yeah. And then I blew you're it right. all on blackjack and let's, four uh, let's, hands. Let's, let's not judge too much. I was with you that night. <laughs> I shouldn't have let you, you go didn't back. Make, no, you did make me cash out, and then I snuck back in. You did sneak back in. You went in a different door. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's the most memorable gift anyone's ever gotten you? Message deleted. I mean, the bike I got as a kid when I was... In like second grade, I got a diamond back. Yeah, it's uh, which funny now, you know, with the diamond backs. But the I had a <laughs> I had a lime green diamond back. Uh huh. That was my like pride and joy. I got that on Christmas, and that I think that was peak happiness for me. Peak happiness as far as gifts go, because yeah. it was such a unique thing. Was the first NES that I ever got. Dude. My oh yeah. My, yeah. my uncle Bob sent it from uh, from Pennsylvania. Uh, we were living in Minnesota at the time, and I just remember, I mean, it was a shared gift. It was for all of us, and there's six kids, so you can imagine what a pain in the butt that was. But ripping that package open and seeing the NES was just... The excitement. That, oh, man. 
can't compare to any gift that you would give a kid today, honestly. Or anything that I could ever get as an adult. Like, yeah. I, could, I don't think you could give me anything. You bought your- Maybe the, except for that $1.4 billion dollar, yeah, that'd be cool. Powerball jackpot. So, that would give me that sort of like, yeah. oh my God, my, my life has just changed. I, I would say it wasn't a gift. But I mean, it was a gift to yourself and your family, but you bought a boat. Yeah. And that still doesn't compare to uh, the NES. Nowhere close. Yeah. No, the, no. The, the NES with the original Super Mario Brothers, way better than the boat. Boat's awesome, but not that awesome. It sucked. We were one behind, so when all the kids got the Super Nintendo, we got the Nintendo. And believe it or not, I got bullied in school over that. Like, oh, Chris has only got the NES. No, loser. We used to get picked on (laughs) in my school because of the shoes that you would wear because there was like a discount shoe place. And, you know, my, my yeah, parents, pay less shoes. you know, you ever had those Adidas with the fourth stripe? <laughs> Cause I did the, you know, we, Dave, you and I have talked about it many times before the LA gear regulators mm-hmm. instead of the Reebok pumps. Yeah. But even, even the LA gear regulators was still kind of a flex, just yeah. not that much of a flex. Yeah. You know, it's like when you get like the very base model BMW, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, it's hilarious now. Like you go to, I was at Walmart yesterday and I'm like walking around, they have Decent clothes now, and I'm like, man, like at where at Walmart? Yeah, like okay. you, I got bullied, like because I bought, uh, I got like I had a couple of, like starter shirts. Yeah. If you remember the starter sure. jackets, yeah. starter made yeah. shirts yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, I got bullied because they, I bought those at Sam's Club, and you're just like, kids are just the most what? empathetic or unempathetic, ruthless bastards. <laughs> you but know? It's, it's changed a lot. I mean, back in our day, Walmart exclusively sold. T-shirts that had a bald eagle on them that were made out of cardboard. Yeah. I mean, it used to be <laughs> yeah. pretty rough, man. Just leave a message after the tone. You want to know a true sign of self-confidence? Not speeding up when you're walking in a crosswalk for a car that's about to turn. That's a boss move. Message deleted. No, that is a dick move. What are you talking about? Like, if I'm walking in a crosswalk and somebody is just slowly moseying along and you see that somebody's waiting to turn, I'll hustle up every time. It's every If time. they have the ability to. It's an old person, man. I saw somebody. Yeah, of course, that's again, different. I saw an old person who was trying to, like, you know, push a cart. And they were moving pretty slow. And I saw somebody honk at them. <laughs> was it you? Did you see yourself honk at them? No. <laughs> Are you sure? It, I was also walking. Oh, were you? Yeah. Wait a second. Were you the old person? <laughs> Maybe. Please leave a message after the tone. You know, you guys are talking about how delicious Mahoney might have been. That sounds an awful lot like old Twilight Zone show I saw called The Serve Humans, and it turned out that they were teaching us and giving us all our stuff just to eat us. And then I think Soylent Green was another one like that. And you know what? I think humans might be delicious. Message deleted. Uh, you know, as, as awful as that sounds, and like a, it's a horrific nightmare to think that there could be just somebody like feeding us to fatten us up so that way they could eat us. Like that is exactly what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Cows and pigs and everything else. Uh, should I call the FBI, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> About Mahoney being too delicious? Well, no, I'm a little concerned. That this guy, guy sounds this like a like, cannibal. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, I, I think humans are delicious. I'm going to find out. Nah, man. Like, here's the thing. Like, I, I believe, you know, I do believe that there are aliens in the universe. The universe is too big for my dumb brain to truly understand how big it is. Yeah. I understand it's that big. And something that big, there has to be something, like, out there. I just hope, again, that we are somehow the top tier. Because, boy, if we are not, like, there is some retribution coming our way. Well, we're either the top tier or we're just horribly uninteresting, one of the two. Because so? Yeah, I mean, like, if they if they were really that much more advanced than us and they came here and there was something for them to pilfer like humans do, we absolutely would. Yeah, well, again, like I said, like, we could be delicious. We could be like caviar to them. They come floating down here in their little spaceship and they're like... And this is just one big trailer park. I am leaving. <laughs> I saw a meme that actually said, what if the stars aren't stars, but they're like breathing holes in the box to whoever's owning us? <laughs> Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. There's only one place in this entire great country of ours that I aspire to retire to, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, Mahoney. That would be the magical villages in Florida. Dave, we've been talking about the villages in Florida for years, and you know what? Uh, I don't know why they haven't endorsed us. I feel like they should. I mean, we we talk about the villages a lot. Almost and, every day on this show. Well, I mean, there's always something interesting, and I, I don't know if it's because my parents did a really good job of 
uh, raising me in a in a safe environment, but I always feel like I want to seek out chaos, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and and that's what the villages is to me, as far as retirement communities go. Like I don't want to be the one that is drunk and fighting people when I'm in my seventies, but I do want to be around while other drunk people in their seventies are fighting. Dave, when we found out about the uh, golf cart wars that were going on down there, that's when I really, you know, it peaked my interest. I was intrigued, but then now you have my attention, so. So this is a 71-year-old lady. Um, She is originally from New York. She is retired to the villages. Her name is Linda. She was driving her uh, silver Nissan pickup to a nearby home when a friend offered to help her with the Bluetooth function on her cell phone. So she wasn't quite sure how to make her Bluetooth work right. Friend said, well, you just come Um, on over in your silver Nissan pickup truck and I'll help you. Nice to have a tech-friendly or tech-handy friend around. Said while they were going through the process of getting this cell phone all fixed up, a, a man came outside and said, get off my property. So I guess she'd stopped somewhere that was his property. I don't know if she was actually on his property, in front of his property. But you know how some people get kind of crazy whenever you like, dude, park the, in front of the their house. The road is a shared space. Yep. You bitch. Settle down. So uh, I guess uh, the, the man came out and started saying some some very unnice things. Called her an Italian B-word. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, which I guess she is. She's again from from New York or whatever. And she, uh, so she did she not take this? She did not take this. Good. And uh, she beat she, his ass. She got out of her truck uh-huh. and she charged at the man. Hell yeah! The man ran into his house little and slammed bitch, the door shut. Bitch! And she sat outside of his house screaming at him to come outside because she had some words for him. I see nothing wrong with us. After he had called her some very you call her names. the Italian an Italian B word. Nah, man, like she should. She's got. If I'm on that jury, not guilty. So after this man finally had, Did the, he call the cops. Well, too so, like a like, like you know, you're gonna get out here. You're gonna run your mouth. You're gonna talk a big game. You're gonna run inside, and then you're gonna call the cops. You little bitch. Well, I guess that she was effective at calling him out because he finally eventually opened the door. Okay, to have a, a further conversation. She with punched her. him in the face. She punched him in the Hell head yeah. three different times. Yes, <laughs> good. <laughs> Violence is the answer in this case. <laughs> so talk ish, get hit. So then then she got arrested after that because she 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 dotted him up. But I'm with. You, Mahoney, on that jury, not guilty. Not guilty. This is David Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On David Mahoney. Are people crazier today than they've ever been, or is it just the way that news travels? Like, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if people have always been as nuts as they are right now. I don't know, Dave. I mean, every neighborhood had a crazy person in it. Yeah. You know, and if you think per capita, you know, 100 people, 200 people, and you got the one crazy that we all know about, we all know to stay away from as kids, you know, maybe this is, it's just the way information traveling. 64-year-old guy pulled up to the window at a McDonald's drive-thru in Miami Springs, Florida and started verbally assaulting a staff member and threatened to throw hot coffee at her. When the employee reached out to hand him his coffee, he slapped it away, causing it to splash onto her arm and chest. Uh, Everything was caught on the McDonald's drive-thru surveillance, and the dispute was reportedly because he thought he was being overcharged one penny. One cent. And that's why he's freaking out on her, screaming at her, bro, and then throwing hot coffee Bro, on. you know about inflation right now, right? Like, I mean, I'm not one here to say, you know, anything about money. But, like, a penny. A penny. Like, a penny is worth. It's not even worth me pe- bending over because it would, you know, like the potential of me slipping a disc in my back. Yeah. Not worth it. Not worth it. So this guy from Florida had to learn the hard way that you should not be out here stealing street sweepers. As far as vehicles that you would steal, that would be really hard to blend in. Street sweepers have got to be, like, nut low, right? Like, that's even worse than, like, a fire engine. But, like, okay, so, you know, you don't, again, things that would be fun to steal. Yes, ambulances, fire trucks, police cars would all be fun to steal. But they serve a purpose and they're doing public good, and somebody may be in need, and we would be impacting that. But, like, who are you really impacting if you steal a street sweeper, and you're just driving around, you're sweeping the streets, so you're kind of doing the job already. So this this story gets even funnier. So this 29-year-old who stole the street sweeper, he was a former employee of the guy that he stole it from, and he was stealing it because he wanted to do a job for somebody else with the street sweeper. Man, let- and he's like, the owner said only somebody who is trained would be able to operate the street sweeper. And he suspected that he had taken it because he used to work at the business that this guy uh-huh. owns. And so 
he had separated from the business. About six months ago, there was an argument about him wanting to start his own business and taking contracts with him. And so I guess he got somebody interested in doing a contract with him for a street sweeping business, but he didn't have a street sweeper. And so he just went and stole his old boss's street sweeper. I'm curious, Dave, because these are the questions that pop into my head. How much does a street sweeper Ooh. cost? What do you think is more expensive, Chris? Let's just, while Mahoney is Googling here, what do you I think is it. more expensive, a street sweeper or a Zamboni? Ooh. Because. I, uh, I'm i going to say street sweeper because I imagine it needs more maintenance and tune-ups than you're a doing, Zamboni You're does. doing more than just smoothing out ice. I'm with yeah. you. Street sweeper costs, uh, let's go, price is right here. What's your guess? Well, brand new street sweeper. I've got the answer. I'm going to go $330,000. $330, Absolutely. No. Yeah. No. Dude, I, my uncle's a farmer. I remember seeing the tractors he would spend a million dollars on. Uh, you're on $330,000? Yeah. I'm going to say $1, Mahoney. Uh, Dave, <laughs> you... <laughs> I mean, this is a close one. I mean, Chris, is the, the range of street sweepers that they say that are, you know, the ones that are out there cleaning our streets, between two hundred and three hundred fifty thousand dollars wow. brand new. Look at me. Wow. Depending on. So Chris is right, right there, right in the middle, on the high end of it. Uh, but the price of a Zamboni, you can get a Zamboni apparently for like ten grand. Dude, mm-hmm. let's go get a Zamboni. Price is wrong, bitch. Let's let's get a show Zamboni. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Honey, the days of old school rock and roll are kind of gone, right? Like, we can't ever have a band that was doing what Pantera or Metallica Dude, was doing or Led on the road. Zeppelin oh or God. Van Halen. Right? These dudes were maniacs back then. It was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Now it's just videotapes and TMZ. Yeah, I mean, like, the, la- the last thing, the la- what actually killed rock stardom is when there was that tape of Scott Stapp and Fred Durst. From Creed and Limp Bizkit. Uh, Dave, it was not Fred oh, Durst. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was Scott Stapp and Kid Rock. Yes. That, and that's what killed it. Uh, right there is that once you realize that even that high level of rock star is not safe from the prying eyes of TMZ. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like, you know, old school rock stars are just so hard to come by. I mean, you think about the biggest current rock stars and there's like the Dave Grohl's of the world but that's the Dave Grohl is the exception not the rule but he's also not like the bad boy out there no right? he's like not he's, he's just the, one of the nicest he's guys one of the ever the nicest guys which he's is always out there doing charity yeah. like feeding people that it's fun know. living yes. life and yeah. considering you know you know the tragedy that has surrounded Dave Grohl yeah. you know throughout his career and life it's just like you know a guy to have that kind of talent and that kind of uh, you know, just good demeanor. Uh, you know, he is he is a he is the golden retriever of people. Meanwhile, you've got people that are trying to play the part of a rock star, and I think you can probably guess who I'm going to talk about here. Um, and it just is so pathetic. And of course, I'm thinking about Machine Gun Kelly. You know, trying to be the badass of rock star. Dude, you you're, you're, you're a pop punk burnout. Like it, not not a single original idea in your head. You know your rap was based. You know you you you're bad Eminem. Then you went pop punk, and it was just like crappy Blink One Eighty Two. Sure, he he does all the right things, and some people like him. But man, I just it, I, I am happy to be too old to be like this stuff sucks. So here is what happened recently. I don't know who this uh, this guy Kerwin Frost is. I guess he's a he's DJ. A, I know he's a DJ, yeah. but like I guess he's like also on social media and has a following there. They got into some kerfuffle about something, and this is again the least rock and roll thing that you're going to hear this week. Machine Gun Kelly apparently got out of his vehicle and confronted Kerwin Frost, and it got so heated, Mahoney, mm-hmm. that he put his foot. In front of his electric bike tire, so I'm running Kerwin, Machine Gun Kelly's foot over. You touch me, you, you touch my electric bike. <laughs> that is a step too far, Machine Gun. <laughs> like again, back in the day, you're talking about you know Metallica tearing apart hotel rooms and there's sure. thousands of dollars and they're just off to the next town and they don't care and it's just wild rock and roll. Meanwhile, Machine Gun Kelly put his foot in front of the bike tire of Kerwin Frost. And then he's threatening to murder, you know, to, to kill himself if Megan Fox doesn't return his call. Oh, like, God. this guy is just insufferable. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. 
So I just want to say that I am one of those people that takes pictures at a plane. Also, when you're in high in a plane, one time I took a picture of these clouds because they looked like ice. We were so high up above the ocean that it looked like ice on the ocean. Go, Audrey. Message deleted. <laughs> It's so funny, the people that will take the pictures out of the plane window when there's not really anything going on. You're like, yeah, dude, it's another it's another cloud. Like, it's fine. That is the <laughs> that is the wing of a Southwest 737. <laughs> That's right. Max 8. Look at you. Row 14, Southwest flight. Just living life. I'll tell you this, though, you know, because I've Wanderlust. been... Wanderlust. I've, I've been flying a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. And I've been paying for the upgraded boarding on Southwest. Oh, well, look at you. And uh, the... The uh, broke man's first class. Uh-huh. The uh, the emergency exit aisle without the seat in front of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've gotten really that four out. times in a row. And it's only cost you $1,200. $200 for four flights. Okay. That's worth it. Actually, slightly under that. One was only 30 so. Well. Uh, yeah. All that extra leg room. Hey, man, bigger people need extra room. And you know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. I took a picture every time. Did you really? I got. I got. For who? Did you? Did you send it to your wife? Yeah. (laughs) Look at me living, baby. (laughs) Well, it's me coming. It's it's me coming to see you. Yeah. 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 Or leaving you. (laughs) No, no, I don't. I don't don't send her the the uh, the uh, the the legs in the uh, the the long aisle. Oh, those are your those are your pink Tommy Bahama shorts that you pooped. Well, I'm also wearing. I washed them. I washed them two days ago. I'm wearing them today. Wait a minute. You Wait did? A minute. <laughs> yes. What? Just because uh, just because I uh, had an accident in some shorts Mahomes, doesn't mean I can never guy. wear them again. This wasn't, this wasn't an accident. This is a this is a rollover with multiple fatalities. Yeah, you know, like and you're shorts. also the guy that puked on a shirt and hid it in a closet for 10 well, years. Well, but that was literally <laughs> 12, 13 years ago. I've learned to do laundry since then. <laughs> Chris, thanks a lot for uh, editing the voicemails. You do a great job, and I don't know if the listeners ever told you that, so there you go, bud. You do great at your job. Message deleted. No, they never tell me that. A very rare compliment for Chris. Isn't that nice? You want to know what goes into this? Uh, I uh, pull up the messages, and I bleep out curse words. That's all I do. <laughs> There's nothing to it, man, so yeah, yeah. don't put me on a pedestal it's by It's very important, means. though. It is very, very important. That is a very important... Uh, you believe how many times uh, somebody has screwed that up. I, uh, I would Not like to. You, though. I would like to challenge some people that are listening today to to call up and leave a voicemail filled with curse words just to make Chris <laughs> work harder. <laughs> See how many bleeps I can put in a single voice message. Eight three three yo dummy. We've had that guy. What is your favorite '80s show? I would have to say Miami Vice with Don Johnson. He was so hot. He never wore socks <laughs> with his shoes. He was a hot guy. So do share. Message deleted. I mean. Miami Vice had just a feel to it, you know. As tan, tan as John, Don Johnson was, and again, inspired me to be able to uh, wear pink today as a man. Uh, but my favorite 80s show... Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it would have to be... I mean, ALF or the A-Team Ooh, for Alf. me. ALF or the A-Team were good. Um, I don't know if it's because I, I wasn't allow, allowed to consume a whole lot of TV when mm-hmm. I was younger. It's probably a good thing in hindsight. Uh the Andy Griffith show was always, oh, yeah. I, th- I used to think that Don Knotts was so funny. And that was just such a pure little, like, you know. My good, dad still will watch that still, every day. Well, every it's, day of his it's life. great. Show, I mean, yeah. well, Andy Griffith is, you know, he, he was an American icon. But, you know, you're so you were just watching the reruns then because by that time, Dave, in oh, the was, 80s, it, we were all into Matlock. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was watching the black and white reruns yeah, yeah, of yeah. Andy Griffith. That's there was the, never, I don't yeah. think there was ever any color Andy Griffith shows. I think shows. they had color Andy Griffith uh, in the last couple of seasons or something. And I remember how weird that was. I don't know. If about you're all a true that. John sure? Knotts fan, have you seen The Ghost of Mr. Chicken? I have not. <laughs> never heard of that. <laughs> I have Don Knotts. watched that movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. So, Mahoney, there's a story in the news about this teacher. She is from Missouri. Her name is Brianna Coppage. And the reason why she has made national news is because she has given up her teaching job where she was making $42,000 a year uh, because she is making $8,000 a month, so double what she's making teaching off of OnlyFans. Oh, Okay, you know, here's the thing, uh, Dave. I've got no problem with this. You know, like yeah, I mean, look if you can if you got the subscribers out there, you can make double what you're making. I so you're saying so she was only making forty two thousand dollars a year, 
being an educator, being a, was it a high school teacher? High school English teacher specifically. Huh. It's always the English teacher. It is. They're you always got you know, well, they, they got a knowledge of the word and they, uh, you know, so the. So how did they? Uh, how did they find out she was on uh, the OnlyFans, Dave? Well, because she was pretty popular. I mean, you're talking about you're able to pull in eight thousand dollars a month, and we're talking about being a high school teacher. If she's an elementary school teacher, like maybe one of like the the dads parents would have found her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But in high school, if she's got that, uh, you know, that kind of sex appeal to her. I mean, I Dave, I googled and. I mean, I am mad. Yeah. <laughs> at what she's got going on, she's a very attractive. Woman, and obviously, you know, the fact that she was making $8,000 a month. I will say this. My guess is that number doubles. Almost certainly, right? I mean, she's playing this exactly right. Missouri ranks 47th in the nation for average teacher salaries, dead last for the average teacher starting salary. Oof. So, the uh, yeah, the, the idea that, you know, she's not able to make ends meet like, off what, just a teacher's yeah, salary. Yeah, when you're telling me to choose between whether or not I can make, you know, two to three to four times what I'm making currently, but I have to give that up and then you still may fire me, why would I ever, why would she ever give that up? Like, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like if you are thinking about uh, going down the route of uh, OnlyFans, like, do what she did. Like, this is great marketing. Her name, again, is Brianna Coppage, if you're interested. But, Mahoney, um, let me ask you this. If you could double your salary right now by being an OnlyFans bro, would you? I don't think so. Just because I'm too self-conscious. Yeah. And, like, like, maybe if I was, like, in, like, great shape and, you know, rocking some, some, you know, some, some, some things that you're not. Some <laughs> things that I'm not. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Like, yeah. if I felt like, you know, I don't know if you would be getting your bang for your buck with uh, subscribing to uh, my OnlyFans yeah. to double my salary. But I will say this, Dave. I did not, uh, I did not subscribe to her OnlyFans. She's charging. $25 a month. $25 a month? What 25 are you, America. What are you, you Which, Netflix? What are you talking it. about? $25 you, 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 a I'm month. glad you're making it. Just not for me. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Would you like special garlic fries? Fast, fast food, food freak out. Shut up and listen to my order. Gene is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Let me ask you, Gene, what is your personal favorite fast food chain? Um, probably Popeyes. Have you ever been in a fight in a Popeyes? I've never been in a fight in a Popeyes. You're missing out. It's um, more like churches, Dave. That's where that's where the fights go down. Popeyes, they're not gonna. They will fight you if you talk back. That's but true. I feel that's like true. the customer exactly. base does not yeah. fight each other. Uh, as you know, Dave, I have been to seventeen thousand three hundred and sixty-seven McDonald's here in the continental U.S. in the last two years. There's not but that many. Another fun fact: mm. I have been to one Carl's Jr. In the last week. Oh, really? Why? I was there. <laughs> there was nobody okay. in line. And you know what? Pretty good. I was impressed. Pretty good. All right, Got like good. a hatch chili burger. All right. Impressed. All right. So, Gene, uh, we're going to play you some audio of people melting down in fast food restaurants. You're trying to figure out, based on the little clues in the audio, which fast food restaurant it is. Mahoney does not know the correct answers here, and he is the world's leading fast food forensic expert. So, hopefully, he'll be able to help out today. The first one is a woman blowing up at the only employee working at the restaurant because he was fulfilling an order while she needed access to the restroom, and I guess it was mm. relatively urgent. Uh, I just asked you to use uh, bathroom. I asked to pay for it while you were sitting there doing exactly. nothing but blending. Just, I just asked you to uh, I have to pay for this beforehand. Exactly. You refused. That's, that's what they say. Give me my money. Be done. Yeah. That's why I offered to pay for it exactly. while you stood there and did nothing except press a button because it, apparently you're intelligence. That's why you work. Yo, $10 an hour. Oh, she's calling him unintelligent because he's big, working at the place. Big Karen energy. Uh-huh, she yeah. thinks she's better than anybody. There's a bathroom with a lock on it. My guess is this is possibly a Starbucks. Starbucks is on the list. It's either A, a Starbucks, B, a Jamba Juice, or C, a McDonald's. I don't think it's a McDonald's. There'd be more people there, and they would be talking back. This guy was doing, uh, this guy was uh, being a pro. You know, mm-hmm. making coffee. I, I think it was, I think this is Starbucks, man. A Starbucks, okay. Uh, Gene, it's up to you to make the final decision here. What do you think? Starbucks, Jamba Juice, or McDonald's? You would think a Starbucks would be more crowded, too. Um, but I'm going to roll with you guys on the Starbucks. Is it a Jamba Juice? Yeah. Gene was right. Yeah, what, what are you talking about, Mahoney? It's a lone employee working there. No Starbucks has a single employee. I've been to one no, you early haven't. in the morning. No, you haven't. 
You're a liar. Where somebody called You're out. You're a liar. <laughs> okay. Actually, All three right. people called out, so there's only one. All right, we got to go two for two here. To, uh, <laughs> I, knew, I knew better than that. <laughs> uh, this woman thinks somebody stole her card and starts yelling a bunch of homophobic remarks at the person working. Yay. They stole my car and got away with it. You're going to hell for this. <laughs> nah, I'll be nah, praying I'm every day. You got me pissed up. That's how I'm You wear your Okay, there we go. Wow. Is that okay, A, lady. a Panda Express, B, a Chipotle, or C, a Burger King? I think that, oh, man, there's, there's a lot of chaos going on there. There's a the lot of chaos. He's calling it from the paint Burger King, and he is correct. Well done, Gene. On the board with a point. Uh, and, and the reason why I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, Gene, the reason that you thought it was a Burger King is because the guy instantly clapped back. Like, she's like, you're going to hell. He's like, no, I'm not. Oh, that was definitely, it was all. Yeah, I got I got like a half dozen people every day telling me I'm going to hell. I ain't going to hell. I'm nah, fine. man. <laughs> all throw right. some of those hot-ass onion rings at her. All right, so here we go. You got to get this last one right, but if you get this right, you can win it right here. This man came into the restaurant just to be obnoxious and uh, annoy the staff because, quote, he knows the laws. Are you not even allowed to be recording this? Yeah, I can. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. Yeah. What law? What law says I can't? <laughs> what law? Call the police. You got cameras right there recording me. If you're in the public, you can be recorded. And you guys are calling the police on someone who's not breaking any laws? Don't worry about it. It's okay. No, I'm going to worry about it. And and your su- and, and the owners of the store, and, and they're going to hear about this. Mm, well said. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that A, a Five Guys, B, a Taco Bell, or C, a Panera? For the win. That is not That is not a Five Guys. Okay. Can we, can we eliminate Five Guys? You can take Five Guys off the list, so it comes down to a Taco Bell or a Panera. This feels... Oh, man. Can we hear a little bit more of that? Sure. Are you not even allowed to be recording this? Yeah, I can. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. What law? What law says I can't? (laughs) What law? Call the police. You got cameras right there recording me. If you're in the public, you can be recorded. So it's a Panera Bread or a Taco Bell. Or a Taco Bell. For the win or the loss. They said there's cameras in there. Mm -hmm, There's cameras. Taco Bell have cameras? Certain ones do. Mm -hmm. This is real tough. I'm leaning, if we're going to go just dollar for dollar and play the odds, there are more Taco Bells than there are Paneras. Got to go with the odds in Taco Bell. For the win, that is correct. Taco Bell. We should have went three for three, man. I'm sorry I let you down on that first Jamba Juice. I feel I feel ashamed, man. Call or text the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. That's Y O. Hold on. Y-O-D-U-M-M-Y. Isn't there a B in there? The question that we have for you today is, what ruined your favorite thing? And the reason why we're asking this today is because I've heard a lot of people complaining, and I think rightfully so, about Taylor Swift showing up at all these football games because it takes away from the football game. Like does the, it? The vast majority of people are. Yes, it does. The vast majority of people are sitting there trying to watch a football game, and they're constantly panning to Taylor Swift to see what she's doing. You're not the, missing any plays, still, man. It's just a distraction. There's everything in football is a distraction, though. I mean, I get it. Whatever. If it's ruining your day, I mean, feel blessed because you don't have a whole lot of problems. But what ruined your favorite thing? I'll give you another example. What's that? Uh, there is an album by Kings of Leon called Only by the Night, which I think is a really great album. They're one of their, uh, you know, I mean, their co- first commercially successful album that just blew up and made them into, you know, alternative superstars. That album was ruined for me by you. I mean, that album came out in 2008, I believe, and I was a single man mm-hmm. in those days, Dave, and uh, I got an advanced copy of that album from the label mm-hmm. and, you know, threw it in my CD player, started listening, and I was like, wow, every track on this start to finish is not only good, but it's sexy. And there's not a lot of sexy, like, rock bands out there, in my opinion. Like, there's very few, like, bands that you want to have the relations to. And that became my go-to relations album. And that ruined it for me. I really love that album. Then you told me that you would get down to that album almost exclusively. Years. Like every time that you would go to hook up with somebody, yeah. you would put that album on. That was my hookup album for and, years. Uh, and now every time that I hear any song off that album, even though I still love the songs, uh, I think of you getting down and that is terrible. 
I think that should be like an added benefit, man. Like you should just, you know, be like, yeah, a little, little tip of the cap every time you hear, uh, you know, sex on fire. Tiffany said, I used to love sitting on our patio until the damn mosquitoes showed up. You know, mosquitoes, what, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, What's like, the point of you? Like, like, God, I know you created all this, but why? Why? The actual blood-sucking mosquitoes? Uh-huh. Evan has one that hits real close to home for me. He said, I used to love, my absolute favorite thing in life was sleeping, and it used to be amazing, and then I went and had kids. <laughs> Which is so spot on. I'll be getting the best night sleep or maybe like an afternoon nap, which is just so wonderful sometimes. And then I'll be awoken by a child punching me in the face. Just boom, get up, Dad. You're not scary enough. You're not scary you gotta enough. be scarier, man. Although, to be fair, what time is that? Like, at? Chris. Depends. <laughs> or Dave. Let me ask you this because your dad, I've met your dad. He's a very stern individual, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, very likable, very nice, but, you know, he looks not like a man be, not to be trifled not, with. Not to be trifled with. Would you right. ever, in your childhood, think about waking your father up <laughs> from a nap by, you know, dropping a turkey slicer elbow on his face? No, you know, you know what's <laughs> funny is that on Saturday mornings, the TV was in my parents' room, and we wanted to watch Saturday morning cartoons, mm-hmm. but of course, we didn't have the balls to actually go wake my dad up. Specifically, my dad. You just and pace so outside the door. Hit the the dog would sleep outside of his door, and so we would take the dog's paw <laughs> and scratch at the door to make it seem like the dog wanted to come in to try to wake him up so we could watch our Saturday morning cartoons. But the the fear of God was instilled in us. Do not wake up, Dad. I'm not saying again, Dave. You know, it's different parenting styles. Everybody does it their own way. But you know, he had he had a method. What happened to that dog, by the way? Oh, he died. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So what ruined your favorite thing for you? This one texted over to us from 480. It said, I used to love more than anything in this world (laughs) having a delicious steak. And then I made the horrible mistake of watching how steaks are made. And one video, and I have not eaten a steak since. It has been 11 years. A literal mistake. Um... (laughs) My wife did that. She did a, a factory farming report in college, oh. and then she did not eat meat for, I believe, 15 years, and then Noah got her back after 15 years besides, you know, being with me, which, you know, I'm just always consuming monstrous amounts of meat, but sushi. She had never eaten sushi, and I went. we went to a sushi place one time. Oh, and that little 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 she uh, got that little nibble, she little, got that little, t- little nibble of them of that sushi. So she she's eating the sushi now. Is she also eating steaks again? Um, not really. I mean, she's not a big steak and or chicken. She'll like eat it occasionally, but like she'll 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 mess up some fish. But when we you know we've been together for like almost thirteen years, and I would say for about eleven of those years, she did not you know. Wouldn't even Nothing, look at anything, huh? and now it's wow. like you know. Let me get a little. Let me get a little bite of that. Let me get some of that tuna. Uh, JC on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Mahoney said, "Used to love onion rings until I stepped on one and realized how much grease was in a single one." I I kind of feel like I have to step on an onion ring now, just to see how it explodes. I mean, I. <laughs> how do you guys eat onion rings though? Because I love to just take a little nibble mm-hmm. and then just eat the whole onion and then just eat the shell. Well, you suck the onion out? I do. You're disgusting. And then you just eat the deep fried part? Oh, yeah. If they could just make the deep fried <laughs> parts without the onion. Hold on a second. That's the reason that onion rings exist. They to have the crunch on the onion. Yeah. You're separating. Yeah, just Dave, eat a cooked onion then. Well, you're no, you're not. Yeah, you're not looking for onion. You want the crunch. The, the outer shell is the 99.9%. So, so, so just deep fry some batter. Do you but ever you can't order get it. Like, I like it in a ring form because it's it's nice, it's hollow, it's a nice. You've just ruined onion rings for me. Here's the here's the other thing, like lobster and or crab are just mid by themselves. Like just eating plain lobster or eating plain crab oh, without butter. Yeah, are just it's all lobster and crab are, are vessels for butter, dude. That's so, it. I used to work at Outback Steakhouse. I was one of their star servers. You can see the amount of flair that I had. It was unbelievable. Uh, but Bloomin' Onions, 
are incredible. They they, yeah. they they taste so good until, and I didn't know this when I was selling them. Are you going to ruin it for us? I mean, have you looked at the calorie count on a blue onion? It's like 2,500 oh, sure. calories. Uh, it's like your, all, your entire calorie intake for the, for the whole day. Yeah. It's oh. unbelievable. And that's without the dipping sauce. Well, hold on a second. Is that for the whole onion, though? Sure. Not but the I mean, serving size? But I mean, still. But I mean, I could eat a whole. You could eat a whole blooming <laughs> onion. Yeah, that's, that's the problem, problem that's with the it. Problem. Uh, Jeff the Bug Guy, what was your favorite thing that got absolutely ruined? So my favorite thing when I was a kid was watching WWF wrestling. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, and then my dad took me to the LA um, sports arena and I watched the Canadian earthquake at the time versus Ultimate Warrior and Ultimate Warrior got smashed. And then when I got home that night I watched Saturday night's main event and the whole match was there again and the Ultimate Warrior won the match. Oh, when I realized it was that's when you realize it was cooked and you're like, no, no. like that was such a betrayal. Yeah. Like finding out some other things that we can all think of as a kid, like yeah. finding out WWE was fake. Was staged. Was, that, that How was dare you call it fake, Dave? These <laughs> athletes put their lives on the line day in and day out. Yeah. I mean, we are lucky to have a sport as yeah. magnificent as professional wrestling well, thanks to here WWE, in America. I always thought yeah, I could take a folding chair to the back. I, I meant to say kayfabe, okay? K-pop, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go, bro. Jeff, thanks for the call today, man. Dude, like, the Ultimate Warrior, when that Ultimate Warrior music would come on as a kid, I would run circles around my <laughs> living room. do the same thing. Bounce he, off the walls, bounce off the couch. down the hallway. You do the like, That's some grand entrance, you know? God, we were so stupid. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Y'all need to be careful of Chris, because if he crossed applesauce, what else is he capable of? Message deleted. Yeah, Chris is a dangerous guy, man. He he plays a nice guy, but you got to watch out for him. I am the least threat out of anybody on this show. Can you <laughs> sit crisscross applesauce? Like with your legs crossed? <laughs> Good about 10 years When's ago. the last time that any adult has tried to sit crisscross applesauce? My thighs are burning even just at the thought of that. I try to meditate. I, I say try because I still don't understand it. But, you know, <laughs> and like I always see how they'll do that. And like, it's just my legs don't go that direction anymore. Speaking of you being single, though, and stretching, have you thought about like yoga or Pilates to yeah. meet women? M- Mahoney, I've thought of it all. <laughs> um, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just asking. I, I, I actually went to, to some yoga places back in the day and, and so unbelievably out of shape that I'm going to look like the sad one of the group. Like, I don't think it's going to work to my benefit. Uh, Jen, who's in the chat, said uh, he's a day drinker. You got to watch out. People. Oh, yeah. I'm a day drinker. <laughs> Did you hear anything from the uh, the lady who you went on that date with <laughs> no, about that? But it's funny because we have each other's phone numbers. But like if you go back to the dating app, like you still have your chat that's active there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gone. Oh, she deleted it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Good. Uh, because I ordered a mimosa at dude, 2 o'clock. She sucked. Yeah. You, you know what's funny is that we got a, we got a text message. Um, 833-YO-DUMMY is the number, and it was talking about, you know, bad dates and how they can go sideways. And there was a girl who was talking about a very, very first date that she went on. Said, don't feel bad, Chris. I had a really bad date once. I met this guy online. We talked for the same thing, a couple of weeks. And then we decided to finally go out on a date. So he tells me that he's going to take me somewhere nice. Well, he takes me to McDonald's and then told me once we got there that I only have $20, so you're going to have to order off the value menu. I'm like, what the hell? I got dressed up, and now we're at McDonald's. And then after we ate, he told me that he had to go by his friend's house to pick something up, and he left me sitting in his vehicle for over an hour and a half while he's inside his friend's house. By the time he got outside, it was time that I had to be home. Uh, so my mom would get mad. Well, it turns out that he had gone over to his buddy's house before he picked me up, and that's why he didn't have any money to take me to a nice <laughs> restaurant because he spent all his money on weed, and then after he took me to McDonald's, he went back to smoke out with his buddy, leaving me, sitting, out? leaving me I mean, sitting in the truck. Obviously, this is like, <laughs> like you know, somebody who's like a teenager, right? Yeah. I mean, well, this makes my complaint sound so petty now. I mean, but that's that's pretty bad. Also, like, don't. Don't get, ever get, get in someone's car, right? car on the first date. Never. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sketching. dude, you got like, I mean, you did, I think the, you did the right thing. A hundred percent. Like mimosas, a daytime Sunday mimosa, like a brunch. We're That's meeting. easy. We're meeting at 
like football time on Sunday. One o'clock was yes, the time I'm we going met. to have yeah. something to drink. Yes. And if if you think that's a deal breaker right now, I appreciate you telling me yep. at the jump so that way and I know I can flush this. I turn. only had two. I'm a regular like nine mimosa drinker. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've, been, I've been with you drinking mimosas. Yeah. I've seen you. Yeah, you hold your mimosas that. just fine. Yeah. So only only two only two pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. What kind of advanced technology do you hope to live long enough to see become a reality? Message deleted. Flying cars, just to get rid of traffic. I, no, I think no, flying Dave. cars are going to be a nightmare. They are. Like, they people are. can't nope. drive on the roads. Exactly. How are they going to drive in the sky? <laughs> Scooters, all the all the modes of transportation that we've added have only made things worse. Yeah. I hope we see the ability to teleport ourselves. Teleportation could yeah. be legit. Yeah, think that's how, way better. I think, how cre- think how creepy that's going to be, though. All of a sudden, like you're ha- hanging out with your girlfriend, and then all of a sudden your ex-girlfriend. So <laughs> That's a Friday night, Dave. Come on. <laughs> Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, I know that you're a big proponent of education and higher education in some circumstances. Um, But do you think in 2023 that the four-year college degree carries a significant value, especially for what you have to pay for it? I mean, Dave, it depends on what you have to pay for it. Are you paying out-of-state tuition? Are you paying private university tuition? Do you know what you want to do? I mean, obviously, there are so many different paths for so many different people. If you don't know what you want to do, do I, would, I, would I you know, pay an out-of-state tuition for my children? Probably not. Not at this point or private. But if you had a plan on what you wanted to do, knew what you wanted, researched it and found the, you know, the university or college that really fit that discipline or that degree, then that's that's a whole different story. But if you just want to go party for four years right now, I mean, cool, I get it. But not on my dime. Well, yeah, go party for four years without enrolling in a crazy expensive university to get a, de- a degree in something that you don't care about. Sure. You know, and then that, that's something that we've talked about over the years is that a lot of people, and I mean, no fault of our parents necessarily, but like the generation before us, if you got a college degree, it really set you apart. And they're in our generation, it's become Everybody where got one. a lot of people went and got a college degree yeah. and it doesn't do you any good, especially if it's not in a specialized thing. Obviously, if you're going to go be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or something like that, you know what you want to do and you're educating yourself in the field that you're already interested in. Sure, but so many people were getting degrees just for the sake of getting degrees. Oh, I know so many people, like I've got a couple friends who have MBAs who don't use them. Yeah. And that's crazy to me when you go $100,000 plus dollars into debt and then you just refuse to use what you went to school or you find that you're not really that interested in it you were just kind of going through the motions right um but this is where i think we're starting to see kind of the tipping point you know obviously walmart is one of the biggest corporations in the entire world certainly one of the biggest in the country uh they have eliminated college degrees as a requirement for hundreds of their corporate roles good and yeah it makes sense right it's like if you have the experience that's necessary or the skill set you don't necessarily have to do it through the traditional way of doing it why do you need a four-year degree in certain cases to go into a very entry-level job you know that's the thing experience you know in certain fields communications and you know entertainment and all these other things like where you can learn on the job but you're not going in at a high level you have to get your foot in at the door at the base level and those jobs traditionally don't need an education well in in this case so we're talking about like corporate jobs sure. as well so i mean the way that learning has changed over the, you know our generation has been significant you don't have to necessarily sit in a classroom and get credits in order to be able to learn something effectively. It's just information is a lot more readily available now. The retail giant said that it's going to get rid of what they call unnecessary barriers that prevent career advancement and that job applicants would start seeing updated job descriptions next year. It's going to waive the need for a university degree if candidates can show they have gained the necessary skills through alternative prior experience. And I'm a big believer that, you know, a 22-year-old kid coming out of college with a four-year degree is not necessarily as valuable as a 27-year-old that's been working for the last 15 years. And been in the field and that sort of thing. You know, I'm with you. I I, I think you, you get rid of these kind of requirements and you judge people based on what they actually bring individually. You yep. know, that's and maybe how hiring should be. I know that's how when we think about adding people to our team, that's what we look at. Education, you know, we look at it, but like, are you an idiot? 
Are you cool? Are you funny? I know a lot of people that have degrees and even PhDs that are morons. Yep. And there's a plenty of people that don't have a lot of formal schooling at all that are some of the most brilliant people out there. You know, and one of the things, too, uh, you know, I, I wish we would have known, you know, way back when. And I got a lot of friends who, uh, you know, have talked to me about this. It's just, you know, they, they didn't know about the trades. You know, they yeah. didn't know about going into the trades and doing that sort of stuff and how much money and how valuable that could be. Do you know how much money you can make if you own a plumbing business? Or a carpenter? My God. We, we messed up. We messed up. We don't have any skills. None. Dang it. This is David Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So how about this? George Clooney, the director, instead of George Clooney, the actor. MGM has released a glimpse of the new film. It's called The Boys in the Boat, and it is a film that is written by Mark L. Smith, and it's going to be directed by George Clooney. And it just makes me angry, man. Like, you see him over there. He's wearing the little director headphones. He's standing by the side of the camera just looking ponderous as he looks out over the the, the giant set with everyone acting. And he's just, just so handsome. Just annoying. It's that is really uh, annoying, Dave. I mean, you've got you sold your tequila brand with Randy Gerber for a bazillion dollars. Yep. You're handsome. Uh, he's 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 actually. I've seen a couple of the movies that he has directed. I think the last uh, one was the the Tender Bar. That was like back in 2021. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one, but I saw his first one, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, with Sam mm-hmm. Rockwell. Yep. There was another one, Good Night and Good Luck. That was a, another really good one. Leatherheads before John Krasinski became a like monster mega star. That was way back in 2008. He did The Monuments Men as well and Catch 22, which was a uh, Amazon miniseries. You know, so I mean, the guy's immensely talented. He's pretty humble too for being as handsome, rich, and talented. As he is? Well, he came from real humble beginnings, too. Well, though, I know? mean, yeah, for George, sure. George Clooney was not like the Silver Spoon type of no, guy. No, I mean, he had he, Rosemary Clooney, I believe, was his aunt mm-hmm. or mother's cousin or something along those lines. So, I mean, there was there was a little bit, but it's not like direct nepotism. Yeah, so uh, I actually kind of tend to like movies like this. You know, the inspirational movies. This is going to open uh, on Christmas Day in theaters. But it's called The Boys in the Boat. It's based on a book by Daniel James Brown. And it recounts the University of Washington rowing team as they competed in the 1936 Berlin Summer Games. So the inspirational true story follows the group of under underdogs at the height of the Great Depression as they are kind of thrust into the spotlight to take on elite rivals from around the world. And again, you know, like the sports type movies based on a true story, you know, the underdogs trying to make it. Love those movies. Hard to not like movies sure. like that. So Kevin Spacey rushed to the hospital. Uh, he feared he could be suffering a very He's serious uh, medical emergency. Faking it. He said the, uh, the health, health scare... Uh, started when his entire arm went numb for about eight seconds while he was taking a tour. Uh, he said that he got rushed to the hospital, thought he could be having a massive heart attack, ended up being okay, uh, but he said that it's making him appreciate life even more. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to make some more of those weird-ass videos you posted on Twitter. Is Frank Underwood. And last but not least, uh, Drew Barrymore kind of dealing with some crap right now. She has decided that, okay, she's coming back now that the writer's strike is done, even though she made uh, what a lot of people thought was the mistake of saying that she was going to start her show back before the writer's strike was over. Well, now it's clapping back at her. Uh, I guess her writers are refusing to come back, even though the strike is over. See, I didn't think it was a mistake for her to start the show back up, you know, because that's the type of show that really doesn't need writers. And if you are a writer on a talk show, like that, you know, not 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 to really drag uh, the levels of writing, but that's the bottom of Hollywood. Yeah, it really. feels a little bit like virtue signaling from these writers. Like, sure, we're not and, coming back. It's like there's three of you in the show. You're writing the Drew Barrymore yeah, show. You know what? It just it, it really you know it's like you got what you wanted, and now everybody else, everybody else who was suffering during this time, but you're not going to come back. Drew Barrymore is the star of that show. Yeah, I mean she is. There's plenty of writers out there, and now but your your writing yeah. did not make that show. It's Drew Barrymore that has made you know she has a connection with people. You know, I mean she I I would was not expecting that show to be as good and as heartfelt as it is, but it is, and that's because of her, not your crappy writing. Are you talking about the Tom Green episode? Yeah, man. Yeah. Still, I just want them back together, man. Me too, man. I, you know, Tom Green, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. He goes live all the time. He's mm-hmm. just out on a farm riding horses. <laughs> just always, out in the wilderness, yeah, always, living in a van. He's got a, a dog. dog. He's just living his best life. Who would have thought that Tom Green would have been like him and Steve-O, just, I know. you know, complete yeah. 180. Yep, just just good, down-to-earth guys trying to look out for other people. That's right. This is Dave and Mahoney. 
So, Mahoney, this is a wild story. I mean, we've all heard about these nightmare Airbnb guests before, but normally it's a situation where, you know, somebody goes and rents an Airbnb and then they end up trashing the place and, you know, the owner has to figure out how they're going to deal with it and insurance has to get involved and it's just one thing after another. Well, this is a really interesting story about a Airbnb guest from hell. So this Airbnb host had his $3.8 million California mansion hijacked by a guest who refuses to leave after spending more than 540 days in the home, unless, she says, she is paid $100,000 to leave. So have they tried violence? (laughs) Because you know... You're in my house. So this this woman rented the guest house of this Brentwood mansion on Airbnb. And this is all the way back in September of 2021 uh-huh. uh, to a girl named Elizabeth Hershorn. The dispute has become the center of an ongoing lawsuit as this person wants to get the squatter out of their house. But an L.A. judge says that this individual has no right to remove the tenant. Dude, they're calling what? him a tenant. And you're like, what? So apparently this guy who owns this almost $4 million mansion, you know, there's a guest house, decided to Airbnb that. That's a pretty sure, normal that's thing. that's not crazy. So he rented the Airbnb out, but it, it was not registered, so it has no certificate of occupancy. And it also has a shower built without a permit. And so it, it's not a legal rental because of those things. And so she shouldn't have been charged rent at the start of this is what the the judge is now saying. And you're like, okay. this, is, this is wild to me, though. So this guy doesn't have a certificate for it. You know, he's kind of skirting some rules, built a shower in the this guest is, house. These aren't egregious crimes. These, are, he, just these like, are what normal people do. People are skirting the rules a little bit and this and that. Because but, California, by and large, is permit happy. So a new California law prevents landlords from evicting tenants without a legal reason. And with the facility being an unregistered rental... The legal standing remains murky, but this judge is just such a clown, what man. A like, dick. What, are you, what are you doing? Like, like, this guy's got this beautiful house. This person's been in there for almost two years, and he can't get them out. I mean, I don't know the kind of balls on that lady to be able to do that because you know what I would do? I mean, I'm not going to fight a lady personally. But I'm going to hire somebody. I'm going to hire a big-ass lady. Come in here, beat your ass like one of those, you know, professional wrestler ladies. Come in here, straight up suplex you straight out my Airbnb. I mean, it is wild to think that this guy has this person living on his property. She's demanding $100,000 to leave. I mean, this is modern-day piracy is what this is. Absolutely. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Y'all talk about driving, and Audrey said that she was concerned with your patience because you wanted to drive faster than the fast lane people. I call it driving with purpose. Nobody has any purpose anymore when they're driving. Kind of like you guys, I've got somewhere to be, and I'm trying to get there. Not trying to drive like a idiot ass, but if you don't want to drive fast, move over, man. Let me go around. Y'all have a good day. Message deleted. I feel that. I, I, I Deliberately going somewhere. I've got a place to be. Yep. It is. It, I, I'm not just going to mosey on and there. I get if you're not in a rush, but if you're not in a rush, get out of the way of the people over. that are in a rush. Just if, move. If you are going 80 in the fast lane and you will not get over when there are cars that are looking to pass you. If you can get over safely. Yeah. Of then that's, you know, you're just like, I'm not getting over because 80 is fast enough. You are not the arbiter of the road. The only exception to that rule in the fast lane, Dave, is if the person behind you is tailgating. If they fly up on you and they're tailgating and they're being a dick. I just made me so mad I just choked to death. Oh, my that, God. That's the one time you I start, won't. If you start tailgating me, we're going to start going the speed limit, boy. <laughs> you don't you just come flying up on me. No. You can come up and let your presence be known. Sure. But when you're, you're flying around, and that's fine, but be respectful about it. I saw you, you start riding my ass, we're going to start going 62. You know, driving, I'm actually speaking of, you know, I was coming into work today in the middle lane. And, you know, there's five lanes, six lanes on there. And middle lane, and the car in front of me is tailgating the car in front of them, like real close, like 
obscenely close. I'm like, we're in the middle lane. There are two open lanes on each side of you. What are you doing tailgating somebody in the middle lane? It amazes me just how totally unaware some people are. Like, were you doing that intentionally or are you just so stupid yeah. you don't realize that you're tailgating? I'll say this, man. Uh, you know, I've... Let's see if them brakes work. I've got this new thing for my car because it's a business vehicle. And so I have a tracker on it that literally syncs with my phone, knows exactly how fast I'm going, how fast I'm taking curves, braking. It's, I hate it. I really, I really do. Get rid of that, man. I, I will when this, but I paid for all the insurance up front. So I have six months of this. You can still just cancel your policy and get refunded. I know. But. It has, I will say, the one thing it has done, because it also detects if you've looked at your phone. Like, if you open your phone up and you look at your phone. What what kind of big brother nonsense is that? Like, get out of here with that. I hate it. I, I, I But I will say, I am not on my phone at all while I am driving at this point. So I am very aware of everything that is going on. Which, I mean, I guess is the intention of to make you drive safer. Yeah. But I'm also like... That's still really annoying. I hate it. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, this is for you. All of you. We're going to sing this for you. Here we go. Kiss me. I love the spirit, Farlene. I leave. I'm not a gringle. Repeat that. Spring, 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 spring. You wear the shoes and I love the dress. Kiss me, baby, some mouth, keeps while I'm leaving. Out on the moonlit floor, let it just open it. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, no, it's funny, hang on. Message deleted. Now I want to get into an accident. <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. So Mahoney, you have, uh, you've been going through it recently, and I'm just... I'm so sorry, you know, the the first off, the horrible Arby's experience that you had the other day where you had to write a strongly worded email to corporate, which, by the way, did they get back to you? I feel like I've been victimized the second time, Dave. They have not responded to That's my strongly worded email. so strange. I, I, I bet that they normally care when they get an email from somebody who had a bad experience at the drive-thru. I'm sure like it was so, drop everything. So well... Crafted. Where did you, and this is important because you are one of the best internet sleuths out there. Uh-huh. Uh, where did you send the email? Did you go find somebody who works at corporate? No, I didn't do the franchisee because I wanted to go above the franchisee because, you know, the franchisee, that's the thing. You know, Arby's is a corporation. Phenomenal. But they have some lackluster franchisees, which, mm. you know, has brought some shame to their uh, name over uh, over the years. But, you know, by and large, the corporation I'm a fan of, and so that's why I went to the corporation. But so the the franchisee could actually maybe like solve the problem. No, but I want the franchisee to suffer as well. I see. I yes, understand. You, yes, I, that, my, that, that makes perfect the, sense. You know my uh, <laughs> my horrifying experience there. If you if you if you're wondering what he's talking about, if you missed it, uh, Mahoney's talking about how he went through the drive thru and they kept offering him things that he clearly didn't want to the point They're where it being frustrated dicks. you. They're being dicks. Are you sure? Because uh, you, my do wife get, knows. you do get very hangry. You could text my wife right now uh-huh. and ask if that Arby's was being a dick. Okay. And they were. All right. All right. Like, well, I understand certain times when I haven't eaten, I do get hangry. Mm-hmm. This was not one of them. So not only do you have to deal with this horrific thing with Arby's, which I'm sure has shaken you to your very core because you love Arby's mm-hmm. more than anyone that I know, uh, you've also had to deal with a, a fire detector recently. So I was out of town for a few days. You know, I went back to uh, visit family in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and I went to go see my grandfather down in Columbia. And so I was away from my house for a few days. And when I get back, it's a late night. It's a late night flight. You know, I get home Probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock it's pretty at late. night. And, you know, after a day of traveling, you know, a couple, you know, traveling multiple days all across the country, I'm pretty tired and we have to work. You know, the next day is Monday. And I get in there, sit down on the couch for like a half a second, and then I hear, boop, battery low. And it's not like, and I've never heard this because, you know, I've been in this house for six months. I'm renting right now. And it's, boop. Battery low. So it actually says battery it low. It says battery low. Okay. Loud. Like, I mean, how much battery do you have to be able to say this as loud as you are saying it? So you're you're not pleased because the battery had too much juice to alert you that it was low? 
Yes. It could have just kept its mouth shut. So I go and I like poke it with the broom, you know, the bottom, back half of a broom, you know, like. What do you think that that's going to do, poking it with a broom? Well, you hit the little button, maybe reset it, maybe get it to stop. It does not. That's not how it works. Sometimes okay. that works. No, it doesn't. Sometimes. Chris, you're, you've owned multiple homes over the years. Have you ever <laughs> just poked a fire extinguisher no, or a, fi- mean, a fire detector with a broom and it button, just stopped beeping? The button. No, I mean, it's, 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 even with the remotes where you can, like, take the batteries out and put them back in and get a little bit more life out of it, that's not how smoke detectors work. It's just it's a sensor that detects that that is low in charge. I like that you're just poking it with poking. a broom. <laughs> Which, by the way, is something an old person does at that point. They just start poking things. Mahoney's just going to walk over and start whacking it. And so <laughs> see if it'll stop. <laughs> I'm in this rental, so I don't have all the stuff that like I have in my normal house that my yeah. wife is in right now. Right. Not here. And it keeps going. Boop. Battery low. And it's, it's the one that is directly... Next to my bedroom. So you can't ignore it. You have to fix yeah, it. There's, to there's, there is... So no, I can no. imagine the scene. You're furious. You're storming around, probably in your boxer briefs, and you're trying to figure out what to do. Like, do you, are you going to... Do you have to stand on something? So here's the problem. I don't have any static chairs, like like just normal chairs. All I have in my house, I don't have a, like a, I don't have a, I don't a have a ladder. I don't have a step stool in this house because again, I'm living basically just like a bachelor in a house while you know we get all of our affairs in order to move somewhere else. You don't have a single chair anywhere. I have a my computer chair, well, but, but it has got wheels. On it's it. got wheels on it. <laughs> I can see him getting up on top of that, and I can't get on there. So the problem is, this thing's beeping. I can't. You know, the broom trick's not working. It's not a trick. It of is a trick. It's it's a of course, hack. it's not working. No, it's not. Stop. But it's too high to get out of my the the reach of anything I mm-hmm. have. I can't get on. I can't get on a rolly chair. This is how I die. Yeah. Like I yeah. would fall, break something, and I would just be stuck there, and nobody would know until Help. the next day. Help. <laughs> Battery low. Mahoney Help. has fallen. So the only thing, so I, and I'm like looking for boxes. I'm looking for things that I could, te- you know, maybe step on to create like a somewhat pseudo stair mm-hmm. or pseudo step stair to get up to this, you know, because it's probably like 12 feet high. Okay. And that's, you know, I need about three or four feet of feet to get to where I can uh, touch the smoke detector with my hands. I, I, you know, I tried to jump. I broke my, I broke, broke my, I broke my rule. I hadn't jumped. You tried to jump. It's twelve I feet tall. I haven't jumped. I have the ceiling. I used to be able to dunk in high school. I don't believe it. I broke my my rule. I hadn't jumped in four years. Yeah, it'd been four years. I tried to jump and just to get it down. I couldn't. And I, fingertip grazed it. You're such a liar. Fingertip grazed There's it. There's zero percent chance of that happened. You're a grazed liar. It. No way. You touched a twelve. I still got. I still got. I still got a strong lower half. So after that did not work, I the only thing I have in my house that is like static that I could get onto, yeah, is like I have a sectional couch. So you had to pull the couch. So over. I pushed the couch over there, but uh-huh. even then, like I'm standing on the very top, which is only about I would say three inches thick. Right. So I'm trying to balance on there. And Mahoney the ballerina over here trying to <laughs> one legged. Me and Simone Biles, yeah. pretty much same body type. Yeah. <laughs> And I try to get up, start to turn it, couch tips over. Yes. <laughs> yes. And at this point, yes. at this point of the night, I just, I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to, this is just how I break up. my ankle. This is how I hurt myself seriously. I've already done something very stupid in trying to jump up uh-huh. on this couch. Yeah. So I just dealt with Mahoney, it Mahoney, I feel night. your pain. I recently was in a hotel room. Like, oh, I was no. on a road trip where I didn't know where I was going to stay. I drive until I'm tired and just go to the first hotel I see. It was a Motel 6. Get into my room. It's 3 in the morning and, oh, the, and the smoke detector. And same thing. I had to take the dresser of the hotel and drag it across the room. Uh, and by the time I got it off, it didn't have, like, an actual battery compartment that I could access. Do you just rip the thing out of the ceiling? I ripped it yeah. out of the ceiling. Yeah. I yeah. wrapped it in blankets and threw it in the bathroom. But you just dealt with it beeping all night long? I mean, I was, ex- I mean, Dave, I jumped, so I was exhausted. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>